Hello, hello, hello. Um, yeah. What is up, everyone? I know I haven't been updating this, but I guess I thought I might you know, take a little break, because work has been getting busy, as well as, you know, new friends coming into my life, and old friends coming into my life, and new friends leaving my life, and old friends leaving my life, and there's just a lot of change, you know, there's just a lot of uh, nuances occurring in my life. But uh, it's weird because, uh, yeah, this episode is not going to be a happy one. This episode, <laughs> and I feel like I started off in a really cheery mood and tone and attitude, but now I'm just, yeah, now I'm just really going to get into it. Yeah, as you can see from the title. And the description of this episode, it's gonna, this is gonna be my pretty honest feelings, or it's gonna be about my pretty honest feelings, um, kind of like what I've been thinking and feeling through the past couple of months that I've been away from y'all, guys, gals, non-binary pals, and I just want to say, yeah, this is gonna be kind of a bang, I guess, to start off this new season of First to the Red Light. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, hi, it's me, it's your boy, Jason. Uh, still no intro music, still gotta work on that, but, uh, you know, that's, that's for season three. This is season two, the awkward middle child. Um, yeah, so, what is up, everyone? Let's start, get right into it. So, bitterness, bitterness, I have been feeling really, really bitter, and I... For, I mean, I've been feeling really, really bitter for a while lately, and I think just recently I figured out that I have been feeling bitter. I've been so angry with people, I've been so jaded, I've been so just ready to attack, you know, any little thing that, you know, makes me feel unsafe, my body and my mind and my voice and my words, just ready to go on defense, you know, um... I think a lot, well, my back has gotten a lot better um, right now. I'm recording this at almost 3 a.m., 2.56 a.m. on the 27th of May, 2022. But yeah, um, I have been feeling better physically, you know, less pain for sure. Still walking with a bit of a limp, but hey, what are you going to do, huh? What are you going to do? Um... Yeah, it's been quite interesting, I would say, lately. Because um, physically, you know, very strong. Been back at the gym for a couple months. Um, upper body feeling great, lower body regaining my strength, slowly getting there, slowly, you know, returning back to, I guess, a, a comfortable place where I'd like to be. But, you know, slowly, slowly getting there. But makes sense. Um, yeah, I've been... Doing better physically, sleeping better for sure, eating super healthy. My cholesterol and everything looks great, heart health great. But it's funny because I, when I took the blood test and stuff. Oh, also I've been on antidepressants. I don't, I honestly can't remember what, how much I shared with y'all. But yeah, I switched off of Prozac and now I'm on Zoloft. So yeah, I think Zoloft has been a lot better. Um, in terms of mood and in terms of energy levels, 
Zoloft, I feel good. I, you know, I'm able to wake up, maybe not super early, but earlier than I was waking up on Prozac and just, you know, attack the day, which has been nice. Um, yeah, uh, as I kind of shared a little bit, making new friends, reconnecting with old friends. You know, I, I actually recently just met up with my, uh, one of my old high school football teammates and that was great just meeting up and catching up with him you know he joined the military uh in college and you know it's just kind of see like it's kind of cool and a big blessing actually to just see where our lives kind of diverged and how we're both pretty happy but even though we took different paths and that we can still you know reconnect and have fun and laugh together um but yeah uh Going, getting back, I guess, to the title of this episode, bitterness. You know, I, right before I, right before I got out of the shower, I, because um, I was showering right before I recorded this, I was just you know getting ready for this podcast. You know, just thinking about all these things, thinking about you know what I was going to say, you know, yada, 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 getting ready to, you know, share my bitterness, really let loose. But now that I'm just talking out loud, like, I feel not super bitter. I feel pretty good, actually, which is so weird. Um, Yeah, I think I was going to name the episode, the title of this episode, Bitterness, and, you know, start off with a bang and yada, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I just don't feel that way, really. I think, I guess, I guess thought, let's, uh, a new title for this episode could be thoughts. Not, you know, thoughts, but the thoughts you have in your head. Or the thoughts on your head. Ayo! Um, but, yeah. <sighs> I, I guess... I have been really having a lot of negative thoughts lately, and I think a lot of, I can really tell that I've been having negative thoughts because I'm thinking about my ex a lot, and it sucks, because I don't know why, like, I don't have any feelings for her anymore, but it just sucks. Yeah, and I guess that's been the part that I've been feeling bitter about, it's just like, and I know it's going to come off super self-loathing and super, you know, uh, just wah, 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 woe is me. But it's like, it's really how I feel. And as much as I have put this out there to the public and all these things, and I don't really care about judgment. Because I don't. Because I don't know who's listening to this. I don't know what, you know, is going on <laughs> with, with these episodes that I release. But... You know, I just don't care anymore. So I, I like honestly just feel so unattractive and it sucks. I feel like I'm a young guy. I have all this energy within me. I have an okay body and you know, okay career plan. Okay. You know, life, but I, I, I don't know why people don't like me. Like not like, you know, I have a low opinion of me, but like, I don't know why I, feel like I can't date people I just or I feel like I just come off as unattractive and weird to girls that I find attractive and that I like and I think are super cool and it's just I don't know why it's so debilitating right now like that I think that is the main topic of my thoughts lately just 
I feel so debilitated by this kind of feeling of inadequacy. And I just feel like, you know, as an Asian guy, like, I feel like I was raised, like, in my experience, you know, not as an Asian male, but, like, my experience in which, like, I happen to be an Asian male, like, it's just, like, I I, I was raised in, like, I'm not attractive to non-Asians. I'm not attractive to people that don't look like me, and even the people that do look like me, they there's a pretty high chance that I'm not attractive to them, so... It sucks feeling that way. It sucks growing up, you know, receiving that message both explicitly and implicitly daily. Because it messes with you. It really does. Um, yeah, dang. Okay, now I feel like I can feel the bitterness creeping up. Um, it sucks. Yeah, and I think I do feel bitter and really angry at women. It's not their fault. I really don't think it, it is, but... There's an emotional reaction with me that's just really angry and it feels like I'm not, I'm not like being heard or seen or valued as just a human or like a romantic partner and that sucks. I wish I could, I wish I really could be, but there's a lot of things that I guess are just out of my control right now, but it just sucks. And I'm like some days like I want to cry because... I feel alone. Like, I have this huge part of me that wants to be in a relationship, wants to share all these sides of me, but I just want to cry because I'm that part's not being fulfilled or heard or seen. And, yeah, to be honest, I think a lot of it has to do with my last relationship, which was, you know, guys, gals, not binary pals. It was, like, five years ago. But I still am not over it. And it sucks because, like, I, you know... I'm kind of a person who likes to keep to himself. I like, I'm kind of a person that likes, you know, individual activities and I don't let a lot of people really get close to me. I may have a lot of acquaintances and friends, but not a lot of people that know the, the inner workings of my mind and, you know, really know me, know, know me, you know. But I just feel like with that last relationship, I felt like I let this person in and I let them really get to know me and like I just I think this part I'm working through right now like I'm I've just got over the part the fact that like oh it was 100% my fault which you know is what I used to think a lot like currently as of today like I don't think that anymore I think like you know each relationship each romantic relationship is a created space contributed equally by both partners and it wasn't 100% my fault it wasn't. It's just, you know, we just weren't working out. And, you know, there was messages and signals that she sent and messages and signals that I sent that just weren't clicking. And then after a while, like, I was just, like, over it. And then, of course, I could have done better a way. I, I could have done way better in terms of, like, ending it and blah, blah, blah. But still, like, I gotta, like, get over that. But... I think going back to my point, like, it's like, when I, that was, I, I think the last time I really let someone into my life, someone knew at least that I did, you know, someone knew where I've met in my teens, but like everyone I meet or everyone that I'm around, like, they're not really a new part of my, like, they're like my friends and basically brothers at this point that 
have been with me since childhood. <sighs> Man, and it just sucks because, like, no, it, it doesn't suck. Like, that's great. Like, honestly, like, I'm so blessed. I'm so thankful. And I just want to just express how much gratitude I have over that part of my life. But it's like, I realize I'm so comfortable with them. You know, like, I don't really reach out to new people and new faces because, like, I, I really have everything that I need, you know, so, socially, you know, brotherly wise, like in friendships, but not, not with romantic relationships. And I, I, I feel like, again, going back to, I guess, my feelings and my thoughts lately, it's like, I feel so unseen and so unheard and so unwanted and it sucks. It's, I'm so insecure. I'm so like, just shaky around people that I think are cute or attractive and it, it, it's just a it's just a feedback loop that's just like oh because I feel that way like I'm even more shaky and because I'm shaky like they don't you know see me as a partner and then because they don't see me as a partner like I I get nervous and because I get nervous I get shaky you know it's just a, a vicious spiral a vicious spiral and it just I uh it just sucks and this is, I think, one of the great ironies in life, where it's just like, young guys don't know how to talk to young girls. Or like, guys don't really know how to talk to girls that they think are attractive, but as men get older, like, those, they, 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 they realize, like, fuck it, like, I'm just gonna talk to them, you know? And then they have, like, all this confidence, and like, it just sucks, because, yeah. It just sucks, and I feel shitty. I feel really, really shitty. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's it's so, it's interesting because like, and this is, I guess, kind of a good segue into the next part of this podcast. I wanted to t share with you guys a story that I realized I should have shared with y'all a lot sooner. And like, it's a story of the nose rocket. And it starts when I'm pretty young. I think I'm, I have to be at least two. Um, it's, I think it's my earliest memory where, you know, as a kid, you know, you like doing stupid shit, right? You like doing stupid things. You just, you just do. You're just kids. You're figuring out what you can and can't do. And one of those things that I figured that I could do was I could shove little things into my nose and then take them out. Like, oh, I have holes in my body. I have holes in my face. Hey. I can put things into my into those holes and take them out. Wow! So I tried as best as I could as a two-year-old to find little objects that I could shove into my nose and then take them out. Like the fact that I could put them in, leave it, like not you know be able to hold it with my nose and then take it out, is one of the craziest things I've I've ever been able to do. You know, being two and all. So of course, like I'm scouring. I'm you know. Constantly looking for new objects, new little, new little gizmos, little knickknacks, little things from various haberdasheries that that just fit, you know, that just perfectly fit a two-year-old's nose. And finally, one day, I'm at like a family friend's house, and I go over and we're playing with their toys and blah blah blah. And guess what I do? Oh, guess what I find? I find a little toy rocket, little plastic rocket. I'm like, wow. This is perfect because, you know, the tip, the tip can, is pointed so it can go really, really deep into my nose. 
and then at the bottom of the rocket is like are the wings to make you know sure that's it's aerodynamic or whatever and i can use that as a handle to grip so i can shove it really far into my nose and then when i take it out it'll be easier so not only can i shove it really far in i can still i'm still able to take it out because of the wings so i'm like okay i i test the waters for a little bit a little deeper a little deeper and then bam it's stuck and of course as a tear i just start crying i go to my mom and i'm just like mom there's a there's a rocket in my nose please help and then she doesn't listen i think Every time I've told this story, like, I, I try to make it funny, because it's like, she doesn't listen, and she makes a joke, my mom actually makes a joke, like, oh, hey, there's a rocket in your nose, there's, well, there's a tank in my butt, and she doesn't listen, she doesn't hear what I'm saying, she thinks it's a joke, so, I, I know this is going to go from 0 to 100 real quick. That rocket is in my nose for the next five years. Five years, guys. Gals, non-binary pals. It's in my nose for that long. And almost every day I'm telling my mom, please, there's a rocket in my nose. I'm begging you, please, just, just let it out, you know, like, to just listen to me. And she's not she doesn't listen to me Whew. and so yeah this next segment of this story of this podcast is just going to be me kind of externally talking about those feelings because you know, imagine like you're a little boy and like just you're just taught from a very young age like you're hey your words don't matter. Your words don't really mean much. You have a voice, yeah, I can hear you, but I'm not gonna listen to you. I can hear you, but I'm not gonna listen to you. Compounded with the fact that like yo I'm I'm not wanted, I'm not seen as attractive, like it's uh, no wonder I'm so fucking messed up. Like, I think, you know, and okay, I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Whatever. I'm. I said the things. I'm no physical plans. Yeah. 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 Just thoughts. My guys, day to day has been so hard lately has been so hard and I didn't I guess I haven't realized how hard it's been because you know of all basically all the events happening in my life but it's just so hard because I really want to kill myself I really do it's so like insane how badly I just want the pain to stop it's so like, wow, dated. I don't know. I fucking hate, you know, first of all, I fucking hate, like, people who just wallow in their self and loathing and just pity themselves, like, oh, yeah, wow, like, blah, blah, blah. I had a bad childhood. It's like, yeah, so fucking what everyone did. 
And I was like, oh, this thing happened to me, so it makes me special. It's like, no, no, it fucking doesn't. And, I, yeah, I think that's why I've been so bitter lately and so angry, because it's just combined with this fact that I don't feel listened to, don't feel heard, that at a very early age, I've been taught that, like, hey, like, your words don't matter. You don't, you know, you don't matter. You have a voice, sure, I can hear you, but I'm not going to listen to you. And it just fucking, like, turns your chest into jelly. Man, and I think for the longest time, I'm just taking it on the chin, you know, just being like, trying to be good, trying to be a good little boy, trying to follow the rules, follow everything, but dude, like, where has that gotten me, really? I don't have the things that I want, I don't have the things that I tried to get, a good job, get to a good, I, I tried to be the nice guy. And dude, and again, let me just tell you how much I hate the way I sound right now. Ugh, it's fucking typical nice guy syndrome, huh? Like, just because I'm nice, like, I think I deserve things. Like, fuck me, right? But, but yeah, that's just my side, side voice talking, I guess. Like, I think I fucking deserve, like, ah, man. Like, I thought I was doing the right things in life, and I thought I was on the right path, and now I'm just so fucking angry. I'm just so fucking angry. Like, you don't understand. I could literally run through a fucking wall. Like, it's really pissing me off, all this bullshit. Really. Like, when I look back, the things I put up with, they're all fucking so gay. People need to fucking kill themselves, dude. Like, holy fucking shit. I hate people. I actually fucking hate people. <sighs> like... If you won't listen to me when I'm gonna be nice, you're gonna have to listen to me. I'm going to make you listen to me. I'm going to yell in your face. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'm going to get in your face and tell you that, hey, I matter. I'm here. Look at me. Acknowledge that I exist. <sighs> Maybe I will name this episode Bitterness after all. <sighs> yeah, and I think it just sucks because I really do feel that this angry a lot of the day. Like, and I feel like it's, it, it is manifesting itself more as like, hey, if you're not going to listen to me, I, I've tried to be nice. I've tried to communicate my feelings and my thoughts in a nice civilized way. If you won't listen to me, if I talk in that manner, you're going to have to listen to me when I'm banging on your door. When I'm screaming. When I'm yelling. I'm literally beating the shit out of you, your family, your kids. You're going to listen to me. And, dude, it just sucks because I really 
really, really don't like it when I get this angry. But I can't help but feel this way. I can't help but feel like I've tried saying it nicely. I've tried telling people nicely. And if they're not going to listen to me when I'm nice, make it rain on you, you know? Like, fucking let it go, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and it sucks. Now I, I and like you see, guys can hear. You guys can see the cycle that I'm in. I'm just sad, and then angry. And I'm angry that I'm sad. And I'm sad that I'm angry, and I'm sadder that I'm angrier. I'm angrier that I'm sadder, and then now I'm the angriest because I'm the saddest. And I'm the saddest because I'm the angriest, and it sucks. This is basically what kind of goes on in my head. 24-7, and I didn't really didn't realize how bad my thoughts were until I got out of the shower and I started talking like this. Because, wow, my thoughts are brutal. Real, real brutal. And, yeah. Um, I guess I just want to end the segment with a little snippet about just not feeling understood, really, by people. And I don't care that I'm not understood. I'm gonna keep screaming and yelling into the void until someone's until I hear a scream back. A scream that is just like mine. A scream that is j literally like, wow, holy, we're fucking screaming at the same frequency, and we're resonating, we're creating harmonics and anti -harm harmonics and all these things. And I just, I'm gonna keep trying to scream that I exist and that I matter for someone, something to acknowledge me, because the other option is me fucking killing myself, and it's just, I can't do that yet. Yeah, it's, well, it's interesting being like this, it's interesting having these thoughts, because... Not a lot of people have these thoughts. Not a lot of people feel this way. Sure, they're depressed. Sure, they have these things that they go through. But, man, when you're a kid and you just have all these unresolved things and you be just become an older kid with power and money and then an adult body, that's fucking dangerous, dude. Being an adult is scary. You have power, real power. Yeah, you have real power, and it's frightening. Whew. And I think, I don't really know, but I do feel quite angry a lot of the times. I do feel like I'm misunderstood. I do feel like I want to just scream at the top of my lungs that I exist in that matter, but no one will hear me, no matter how hard I scream, and it's suffocating. Yeah, the sun. <laughs> oh my gosh, the silence is suffocating. <laughs> I had something I was thinking about earlier today, like, dude, like, most people go through their emo phase when they're, like, 13 through 17 or whatever, like, I'm, I'm going through it at 23, that's so weird, that's so funny. Like, I'm getting all these tattoos, I'm, you know, like, stressing in a different way it's so funny 
But I am. I think I am gonna get more tattoos. I am gonna finish like <sighs> my right arm and whatever. Like, I do want to get this one tattoo. Uh, you know, uh, it's like the curse mark from Princess Mononoke, where, where Prince Ashitaka has it on his arm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get that. But uh, yeah. I am super angry, and I feel like there's a lot of things that I think make me happy. Like justice, other people being passionate about things. Because the more the more I just live life, the more I realize I'm just a passionate person. I'm gonna I'm gonna say things, and I'm gonna bring them to their fullest extent. I'm gonna do things and feel things, and I'm naturally just gonna put my heart into it. Because like, what's the point of just going through the motions? You know, like what the fuck is the point of that? It's fucking retarded. Um, yeah. Oh, what was I gonna say? What was I gonna think? I was gonna say an example of what cheers me up, and it's you know, it's when you know a tragedy happens. And people are like, hey, this is wrong. And I feel like it's so wrong that I can't imagine things ever being right again. So I'm going to scream, I'm going to yell, I'm going to cry, and I'm going to do everything that I can to bring things back to the way they were. And in that instance, in that case, like, I guess the last segment of this episode is going to be about grief. Like, it's, yeah, I guess it's going to be about grief. Um, When things go wrong, when things, like, happen, and when bad things happen and you can't go back to the way things were before, it's, that's loss. And when you realize that, that's grief. Like, processing that information, processing the fact, like, yo, like, something is taken away from me that I can't... ever have back. And it's like, no matter how hard I cry or scream or try or try and be a good little boy and get a good job and marry a, a good little girl and have good little kids, like, no matter how hard I try and no matter how good I am, even on the flip side, no matter how hard I try, no matter how, how bad I am, no matter how many people I kill, how many bitches I fuck, how many you know times I jack off, like it, it'll never bring back that old joy, that old happiness that I had. And it's interesting because I really want to have things back the way they were, but I can't, and that's the grief that I'm processing now. I'm experiencing loss. I've I have experienced I have experienced loss. I have experienced loss and it is heartbreaking. I don't think I really understood what it meant to have a broken heart until I until this year, I guess. Cuz I think like for the past 5 years I was like, yo, like, you know, just trying to busy myself with school and with church and with extracurricular clubs, but it's like now I just don't really 
get involved into those things. Or, like, now it's, like, because I'm not involved in those things as much, like, I have a lot of time to think. Because I had a lot of time to think, I realized, wow, I wasn't thinking a lot before. <laughs> and, like, I, I realized, like, yo... I am I'm experiencing grief. And that fucking blows dick chunks. <laughs> like, it's so gay to really think about those things and to really think about like, yo, like I'm I've I've experienced I've experienced real loss. And I'm sad about it. I'm thoroughly, thoroughly heartbroken and emotional that I can't, no matter, again, no matter how hard I try, no matter how much good I do, no matter how much bad I do, I, I can't effort my way back into the way things were before. And, yeah. And I think that's maybe contributing to what I'm feeling now. Maybe it's com compounding with the way Things are now, like, me not dating, slash me not really finding people that find me attractive, like, it just sucks, because I feel like in the past I did, and I feel like in the past I, when I had someone like that, like, everything just felt right, I felt like I was on top of the world, like, shoot, you know, like, I could do no wrong, I was, it was just dub after it was just dub after dub after dub, but now it's like L after L after L, and it's weird. And I don't know if I'm you know getting it mixed up with real. I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting reality mixed up, but I do feel sad because I wish things were better, and I wish I was able to love people freely. But now it's like, hey, what do you have to offer me? Oh, fellowship, companionship. Okay, I'll let, I'll I'll love you back now. Oh, you've you've paid you've paid the cost of my love with your uh, good jokes or like with your blowjobs or with whatever. I don't know, you know. And, and it just sucks. Or it's interesting because I hate people like that. <laughs> And I am like that. I am like that. Mario at the therapist. At the therapist. I'm a Mario at the therapist. I hate the people like that, but I am like that. Therefore, I hate me. That was more like, uh, I don't know, just a high-pitched, not really Mario voice, but... Oh, man. My shoulders, you hear that? That's my shoulders. Gosh. I gotta get... Better posture, hold on, sorry if you hear me adjusting my seat. Um Yeah. Guys, gals, not binary pals. I just wish that maybe not that life was easier, but that I was stronger, that's all. I am bitter. I'm angry. I want to be nicer to people, but I can't because I feel like I've been wronged, but I haven't been wronged because the world, society, the people, my friends, my family, they don't owe me anything. Just because I exist, they don't owe me anything. 
I think I think this is an interesting thought that I was thinking about way long ago, like when my back was really, really hurting. Like, dude, people don't owe each other anything. There is no reason for anyone to open the door for you, for anyone to do anything nice for you. Like, go fuck yourself, dude. Like, no one cares about you. No one gives a fucking shit about you. And that's life. That's the brutal, brutal truth about life. If you believe it. And there, I guess, lies the dilemma I'm in. Because as bitter as I am, and as crazy as I've been talking for the past uh, 36 minutes and 50 seconds, um, it's crazy because I... Really, 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 really. I really believe whatever you think is going on in your life, and the more energy and thought you put into it, it'll it'll just get manifested. Like, like for example, when my back was really hurting, it's like, oh, I'm my back is hurt right now. Like, I can't move, or else I'll be in pain. Like, the more that I thought that. Or more, the more that I use those thoughts as reality rather than just realize those were my thoughts, the more my thoughts became reality. Oh my, that is such a weird string of sentences to say, but it's how it's a pretty accurate way of <laughs> what I feel. Um, yeah, so guys, gals, non-binary pals, it's uh, yeah, like a super interesting take, but it's my take. And I think that the more that I think that I'm bitter, the more bitter I'll be. And I'm trying to fight it. I'm trying to, you know, remember daily that, you know, my identity is in Christ. I, that Jesus loves me, that his opinion is the only opinion that matters in this world. But it's hard because I want pussy. I want to have sex. I want to live my life freely and indulgently, and I want to f feel good and be in that warm, fuzzy stage again of life, but I'm not. I'm in the nitty-gritty. I'm in the part of life that fucking blows chunks, dog. I'm in the part of life that's like, it's after the honeymoon. It's not even after the first fight. It's after, like, weeks of fighting. Like, you're just fucking... And you just see this person, you just hate them. You fucking hate them, dude. And but the, you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with this person. How how can you spend the rest of your life with a person you fucking hate? That you want to rip their fucking throat out, you know? So, yeah, that's the part of life I'm in. My relationship with life, my marriage with life. It's uh, I want to rip life's fucking throat out, and life wants to rip my fucking throat out. But again. That's just another thought. It's not really reality. But the more energy and time and thoughts and emotions I give it, the more likely it'll come true. So, yeah, the la I just want to end this podcast with... With a, a simple message, I think. And, you know, I don't mean to be super religious, especially after 40 minutes of just cussing and saying i want to kill myself and blah 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 it's like it it, it, it may come off as you know cliche and just hoity-toity and you know a little like 
a little vaudeville. But I, it's been on my mind, so I'm gonna say it. You know, there's this verse in the Bible that's I've totally blanking. You see how well prepared I am for a podcast. This is a verse in the Bible that's like, you know, I will finish the good work I have began in you, or God will finish the good work that he's begun in us, in his people. Meaning just like, you know, if you believe in God, you put your faith in him through grace, you know, you're granted, you know, a new identity, a new fellowship, you know, a, a you're just granted a new life in, in Jesus. But, you know, now in today's age, it's very like words are so flippant, you know. We just say like, hey, oh my gosh, long time no see, you know. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, oh my, I haven't seen you in over five years. The last time I saw you was in high school. Oh my god, high school, no way. And it's like, yo, you know, like, oh, like, let's hang out sometime. Of course, yeah, dude, let's hang out sometime. I gotta go. See ya, bro. See ya, bro. And then never, no further contact goes back to radio silence. And so, yeah, dude, it's just super mega ultra gay when people first of all do that. Um, but like, words don't really matter anymore. Words have, words are very, very like throwaway these days. But once in a while, Every, I guess, like, eight or nine times that happens. When you see, like, a person you haven't seen for in a while, it's like, oh my gosh, hey, oh my gosh, blank. Like, no way, like, blank, is that you? They'll be like, hey, like, yeah, like, let's meet up. And you're like, oh my god, not this charade again. It's like, yeah, for sure, I'm down. But then after you say that, they're like, okay, great. When are you free? Are you free on Thursday for lunch? No lunch? How about dinner? You try and make plans. And I I know, like, kind of side note, for whenever this happens to me, I'm like, fuck, I should have just said no. Why the fuck am I, did I engage in small tech and now, and now I'm committed to meeting up with this person, actually. Which I just think just shows how, you know, how much of a hypocrite I am, but, you know, all for God's glory. Like, the person puts down like a verbal down payment, you know, effort. They're like, yo, like, I do want to meet up with you. And in order to show you I'm serious, I want to like say like, hey, let's meet up at this time at this place. Yeah. And then like days before, they'll remind you like, hey, are we still good here? We still good for Thursday? We still good for Thursday? We still and, like on Thursday, th they'll be like, hey. I'm leaving right now. I'll see you soon. And it's it's beautiful. Like and it's like it's like when you're when you're buying a house. It's like for people, you know, realtors they're like, "Hey, I, you know, they I bet they meet so many, like dozens of people when they have an open house. Like, "Hey, oh my gosh, love the place. Yeah, definitely going to put an offer blah 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 whatever whatever." Like again, after that, no contact. But the people who are serious about buying the house, it's like, "Hey, like what's the down payment?" You know, like Okay, let me give it to you in cash right now. Oh, let me pay for you right now. They they sh they put a down payment on 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 their seriousness, on their promises. And I think that's what God does with us. 
God puts his only son Jesus down as a down payment. He says, hey, like, I'm serious about this relationship with you and me. I'm serious. And to show you how serious I am, I'm going to give you the greatest thing I can ever do. I can take away your sins or the punishment for your sins and instead put it on my own son. And so now when I see you, I don't see your sins anymore. I don't see your shortcomings. Instead, I see my own son. You're my child child now. And I think I have to remember that. God's serious about this relationship with me. He really loves me. And like I said, he will bring all his, all his promises to fruition. He will finish this good work in me. And I kind of believe that. No matter how bitter I get, no matter how hard-hearted, angry, just so volatile, I'm just so, you know, ready to fight, really. I gotta remember, and I gotta put my faith and trust in the promises of God that He will finish this fight and finish this good thing that He started in me. So, guys, gals, non-binary pals, I hope you're doing well and get ready for more episodes of Season 2 of First to the Red Light. Love y'all. Bye.